The Dot Connectors, brought to you by Omnia Global. Welcome back, everybody, for another episode. And this week's episode is one of our shorter, more succinct ones that I host with our CEO, Daniel Hansen. We pick a fairly big topic uh, and we get to the heart of it really quickly. And this week's topic is mental health. Mental health in entrepreneurs. And during this episode, we hear from Daniel about his experiences when it comes to his mental health as an entrepreneur, but also what he has witnessed. And the key takeaway from this episode is preparation. Preparation about what is ahead, what may well impact you, and indeed impact those who are close to you. So I hope you enjoy. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Daniel, good morning. How are you today? Morning. I'm well. How are you doing? Very well. All the better for seeing you, of course. Um, We have got our second kind of speedy episode today where I ask you a series of of, of short questions and we kind of get to the heart of of a really big topic quite quickly. Um, And we've picked a big one today, I have to say, and that is mental health. Um, You know, we talk a lot about the mechanisms the ways, the structures and so forth, but actually there is that important topic um, of how one feels, how one copes. And you have worked with a large amount of entrepreneurs. You are an entrepreneur yourself, so you've lived this, but you've also witnessed it. And I really wanted to capture your views, um, your experiences, and, and you know, just so the listener knows up front, this is probably going to be quite a, a blunt reality check on, on mental health because life is such that that we haven't got all the time in the world as an entrepreneur to be checking in to be considering to be reflecting but it's about I think awareness so I wanted to kick off and say look mental health of entrepreneurs is there in your opinion room for consideration of one's mental health as an entrepreneur where bluntly you've got to work hard to be successful you're probably not going to be working a nine-to-five um, and when you do get a few emotional knocks you're not probably going to have the time to process it and work out how you feel. Is, is there room for consideration of one's mental health as an entrepreneur? I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a forgotten element most of the times. You know everyone is always talking about valuations and funding rounds and uh, coming up with the next best idea um, and I think most entrepreneurs, that's at least my experience, uh, is that the, they get a reality check uh, after a while. Uh, they basically get, get in too deep where there's no turning back, and then they kind of figure it out. You know, and That's obviously the good thing about entrepreneurs. They figure it out, um, get a little bit of Teflon skin along the way. Uh, they have to. Um, mm. But it, it, it is a... Uh, uh, it's it's kind of like a little bit a... Uh, unspoken reality uh, you know it's 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 very everyone knows how you do funding rounds and you know what what is needed lovely powerpoint shows and analyzing the market and market comps and all the the you know buzzwords in the business um and then you have this whole <sighs> i don't know who came up with it uh, but there is this you know the focus in the market that you have to work in, the, in excess amount of of hours to make something work um, uh, which is counterproductive to all the memes you see it works, works smarter not harder uh, mm. but still that there is this uh, in the air constantly that it, it, it always takes a lot of hours um, and less focus on um, well the biggest 
focus you should have is getting your sleep. You know, uh, if you're the one that has all the answers or should have all the answers, you know, you can have that if you're working 16 hours a day. The last eight hours is super unproductive. So it's it's uh, you can delegate a lot more. I have respect mm-hmm. for that. You can hire three assistants to sit in three different time zones, and you have 24 hours of effectiveness. And then you maybe also have time for your better half. So it's it is it's um, there's a little bit of lack of focus on how do you improve your actual performance without going the total, you could say, um, Tony Robbins road, where that's your main focus is 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 that's your top of your priority, right? Because you can only have so many top priorities. So it's, um, I believe it's, it should have a little bit more um, uh, attention uh, while you're doing it, and especially earlier on, because I think there is a um, entrepreneurship has been put on a pedestal for a while. You know, it's super cool to be an entrepreneur. You know, all you know, the media always uh, um, puts the the youngest that make it on the front cover, and it's always focused on how much you raise, not how profitable you are. So it, there's there's this um, focus on that where um, mental health, especially in this world where so much is social media driven and you know cancel culture and everyone is offended by everything under the sun, you know it's it's um, you know it's it's more stressful now than it was 20 years ago, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think that people don't know what they're getting themselves into uh, today more than they did 20 years ago. Um, so I, I believe it should it should take up a lot more space than than it than, than it does today. And, and and it's a really good segue into my next question, which is that awareness of what lies ahead. I think you know there is that big carrot that's dangling, where as you say on social media, people portray largely the shiny bits. I think of becoming an entrepreneur. So you you when you go right, I'm, I've got this great idea, I've got all this great sentiment, I've got this evidence. You're staring at the end goal, but actually. Do you feel, um, you know, that people need to be more aware of, I guess, of the pinch points, the mental health pinch points along the way, um, you know, so that, that ultimately they've got a sense of, do you know what, that that's a tricky point. I'm going, I'm going to need to kind of, you know, communicate to people around me, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a dip, and because I know that, for instance, I don't, I don't handle criticism or rejection particularly well. Um, do you think people need to really at the start go right? What are these points that I might trip up? And I guess from your experience, do you know what those points typically are? as an entrepreneur? I definitely believe that if people knew, um, everyone starts up and thinking this is going to be a two, three year project, right? It's going to be super tough for a couple of years and, uh, but then I'll make it in the end, you know, right? it's, it's, but if you told people, if it, this takes 10 years, how would you do it differently, right? Um, there are some different decisions you need to make in, in that regard, right? You know, first of all, how you fund your business? Would you bootstrap your business so you live off your own cash flow and have all the control in the world and can do exactly like you want, or do you want more financial freedom so that you have investors on board? They'll limit your, you could say, elbow room to maneuver. Uh, but at least um, if you have two, three kids or uh, or a, a wife and whatnot, and you might want that being more important than if you're 22 year old and on your own mm-hmm. and you you know. You can live over 500 bucks a month. You know, bootstrapping might be better for you. So there's there's a, f- a few elements that you are thinking about where you could prepare yourself for the journey better. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I think if if people knew, you know, or at least 
added on a bunch of years, they would think differently about how they would go about that journey. Um, mm. And it's, um, uh, you know, it, because if you're saying, okay, I'm going to have a 10-year journey, well, then I need to make sure that it's at least it's endurable, right? But if it's two years, uh, well, we can go through, you know, hell in two years if we know that's, you know, it's only two years. Yeah. Um, most people think it's two years, but it ends up being 10. <laughs> or they, you know, or they end up doing two years and the idea fails and they need to do another one because now they're too much in debt, so they need to come up with a new idea, basically. Right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot, lot less glamorous than, uh, than you know, the media per- perceives it, right? Because everyone's like, hey, fail forward, fail forward. It's all great. You know, at some point you'll, you know, but it's, it's you know, it's a catchphrase. You know, if, if you actually live in it, it's... Uh, it's a lot more than that, you know. And is that you suggesting or, 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 you know, saying to people, look, it's better to kind of think of, I suppose, worst case scenario rather than going in, and we all need to be optimistic, right? The world's tough right now. But is there more of, is, or is it just be realistic, speak to the people who have failed, you know, prepare yourself for all eventualities rather than just, I'm going to make lots of money and it's all going to be wonderful, I don't think it's 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 not about thinking worst case because if you do that you'll never start. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's having into consideration that first of all, um, you know, no one can work 150 hours a week for five year, ten years straight. It you know, so there's some barriers that you need to put in place for it to, you know, not run yourself over a cliff. Yeah. And then there's this perception of, you know, what is success to you? You know, when is when when are you deemed as I made it? For some, it's an exit. For some, it's uh, working four days a week. For some, it's seeing their young children grow up, being together with them, having them around all day while having the freedom in the world. And for some, it's the front page of Forbes. You know, um, and a lot of these people, entrepreneurs, they the longer you know, if a ten-year journey, you're not the same person ten years later as you are today. So your your goals and your dreams might change along the way. So it's um, so from a mental health perspective. Because that is the barrier around all you're doing, right? If you're not enjoying yourself, why, why bother, right? So it's um, um, it's just a su- surprise attack that most people go through. Um, because once you venture into this world, you have to learn. You really get to learn to know yourself, right? Mm. Because you're, um, you know, we also see that once in a while that you you, you do have these people that have been around for five, six years. And they have a belief that everyone else succeeds after three. So they have this uh, subtle imposter syndrome going on. Um, While they're selling a a dream to investors and raising capital, and they might believe it themselves, but they do have a subtle doubt, you know, when they sit alone Sunday morning and looking over uh, a lake with a cup of coffee and saying, really hope I actually have the you know, the skills to make this happen, right? Because there's all these people, you know, believing in me, my family believes in me, and, you know, you have all these um, um, people that actually believe in you, uh, but you have a, you might have a thought that it's like, okay, you know, uh, does it take too long or whatever? There's all these artificial barriers that society or media has put up in place where you compare yourself constantly to that. Um, And I think that that creates an artificial um, pressure, which is not needed, um, no. and because it's, it goes fairly unnoticed or unaddressed. Uh, you know, it's just um, everyone has three-year plans. When you see business plans, everyone has 
it goes from zero to a billion dollar valuation in three to four years. You know, it, you can see that, the, it, and it, it came in place because most of VC funds have a five year lifespan, right? So all the businesses in the world need to succeed within five years, which is kind of weird. Um, when, and when you look at when then most entrepreneurs that, you know, the larger majority of entrepreneurs that succeed are 40, I believe it's 42 or something. And most of them have had a job before, right? There's very few serial entrepreneurs around that actually are serial entrepreneurs because it's really, really difficult coming up with several good ideas in a row. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> You know, that's also why we, you know, when you finally have one, don't sell it too soon unless you really want to go through this all again. You know, yeah. it's, um, you know, I, you know, we, we like the whole going public route because then you can keep growing your, your idea that that actually was the right good one. And as you can go public, you must, must have some execution skills as well. But the next idea you come up with is statistically way worse than the one you just exited. You know? <laughs> I, I told our listeners you this would be a dose of realism, but, but it's, it's, it's entirely true. And, and, and you know, and, and I want to pick up on um, the, the, the friends and family side of things, you know, and let's say it's three years, five years, 10 years, you know, blimey, that's, that's, that's a decade. Is it possible to balance friends, family and let's you know major on family you know other other half children and building a large business and bluntly come out smelling of roses at the end of it you know can you juggle those two sides I guess of of your life or do you think people try to compartmentalize them um I believe there's definitely uh, a need for a setting expectations early on um what we see is that there are a tendency to, if someone goes, it has a family and ventures out being uh, an entrepreneur, you know, quits his job, wants to start his own business or her own business. Um, the partner of the relationships uh, usually wants some sort of timeline. You mm. know. It sounds a little bit like, okay, how long do you have until you give up and go back to your job or have a billion dollar business? Which is, first of all, you know, the, setting that stage is very dangerous, right? Because what we see is that usually people say, okay, I'm going to give it two years because that's what exactly enough so I'll get acceptance from my family, mm. knowing that there's no way in hell it's going to work in two years. But once two years down the line, we're so far down that, okay, we're here anyway. We spent two years getting used to this little bit of stressful situation and whatnot. So it, it is, it, it, I believe... It's a challenge, and it's it's either a make or break relationship um, experience. Um, if you succeed going that, I think you'll you'll have a a, a better um, um, you could say you know you have a way better relationship after that because you've been through challenges and your bar of stress is to the roof. Um, so that this takes a lot more to stress the relationship out than if uh, if you just had two random jobs and. Paycheck is, is due every week and whatever uh, automatically. Mm. Um, so it's um, uh, preparation is, is key. Uh, of course, start early if you can before you have any commitments or any responsibilities and whatnot. The longer it goes down the line, the more of, of that you obviously have. But you also have life experience, right? Uh, yeah. So if you're 50 years old and you start a new business, then your kids are 15, 18 years old. Well, you know, then you start to have your second round, second chapter where 
you have less responsibilities. You maybe have, have a little bit of safety, uh, you know, a little bit of savings and, and whatnot. And then, you know, that might be your your second best chapter to start, to be honest. Uh, it's never too late. Um, right. and, and it's also a little bit unspoken that all this experience is, is actually worthwhile. You know, it's if you start when you're 18 years old, you spend 10 years learning, right? But if you start your business at 40, you know, you have a five times the amount, I believe, to succeed than an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. You might not have the risk appetite, so it might be a different business, right? Uh, so there's pros and cons in all of it, but the preparation phase is super important. And setting expectations with your family and, um, you know, somewhat friends as well, I guess. Uh, it's not... In this world, it's, it's uh, you know, if you share something negative on social media, you get a lot of attention. But if you share you started a business, you know, hardly anyone notices or supports you in it. You know, you can have baby showers and whatnot, but there's no one who does business showers, right? It's the, <laughs> that whole support of someone who's starting off something, going in out, out on a limb and taking a huge risk. You know, um, people are weird in that regard. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I agree. They they love to see you trip over and fail, and they get you know particularly then if you you intertwine the media and all of that, it's 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 how the world is. It's slightly perverse, but but I hear you on the on the partner front, and I think it's um it's communication, isn't it, and understanding from a romantic perspective as well. You know how one showed one's love, which may have been time, you know, linked. It has to change, you know, and it may be, I don't know what it is, but it, it's having, as you say, understanding what the hurdles are, communicating those to friends, family. And, and you know, and I think if you're putting in this time timeline, I'd say definitely you're going to shoot yourself in the foot with that because it's going to be right. The, the, the clock's ticking from a business perspective, from a media perspective, from a partner perspective. And, and pressure is, is you know, going to make anybody implode, really. So... I guess final question, we've spoken about your observations about other entrepreneurs and a little bit about, about yourself, but is there anything that you specifically through, you know, you've both, you've been employed and self-employed, you're an entrepreneur, you're very successful. Is there anything that you wish you had known 10 years ago that you now know about your mental health, Daniel? I don't know if my one and a half year stint uh, counts as a job. But nevertheless, uh, <laughs> it was the worst time of my life. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, imagine that the world is the same every day, right? So that, 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 that for, my, for my side, I'm, I'm lucky that I like that challenge a little bit. But I would say that the, uh, um, my own experience is that it, it takes way longer, um, you know, and, and it's, it's very important who you have on that journey because it's important who, who, who's calling you every day. Who's takes your time every day, um, and what I would have, you know, liked to have known, you would say. But then again, if I knew, would have done things differently. Mm. Would I have been another person today? You know, so you know, you need your challenges, you need that uh, slap in the face to become the person you are today. So you can actually enjoy things and you know have less things stressing you out because you've been through challenges, right? That's that's what we learn from is, is failures and challenges. Um, uh, but if, you, if, if I could have enjoyed it more or being more, uh, you would say, uh, calm about it, saying, okay, this journey will take a while, you know, it's fine. Uh, um, you don't need to uh, succeed in five minutes. You know, I would, you know, when you're younger, you're in a rush all the time, right? Um, but you, you can actually slow down a little bit and you can get your sleep and you can actually have time for a little bit while still um, uh, 
uh, getting enough experience along the way. Because at some point, you'll if you just keep going, at some point you'll be smart enough to figure it out. Yeah. Right? So uh, you just need to be deaf enough to not listen to all people giving you good advice along the way. <laughs> I well. see that with a with a dose <laughs> of uh, sarcasm, but yes, no, I know exactly what yeah, you yeah, mean. You know, <laughs> All the people that give you good advice uh, on a negative side is always the one who never tried, or you know, it's uh, um, um, there are you know because there's one percent who succeed right now. They're really so you have to ignore the ninety-nine percent that didn't. Uh, Quite, yeah, and bring something to the table. And you know, and plus you need you need a partner that supports you, right? That conversation, if you had, I didn't uh, luckily, but if you did have a partner that says, okay, I'm going to give you two years to follow your dream. You know, that should be a red flag, right? Okay, I'm only going to follow my dreams two years and, and you're the person that loves me the most. What sort of conversation is that, right? So mm. it's, um, 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 so luckily I was I was lucky enough to have one that, that has the same ambition level um, and risk appetite, you know, thank God. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit different. But learning from it, I w- you know, I would have been more patient. Yeah. Uh, definitely more patient um, and um, and um, uh, more bootstrapping. Yeah, yeah, and I think that the, the the good old saying "work smarter, not harder" is is probably apt. But I think it, it, it you know age come with with that comes wisdom, experience, and and. But I think you know if you are if you're setting a pace, set your own pace. Of course, there's going to be people pushing that, driving it. But you have got that ability to go. I'm going to take a few miles an hour off of this. Okay, we're not going to go drop down by 10, 20, 30 miles an hour, but a few, and that could actually be the difference between a little bit more sleep or going for a walk with your partner, which to them means the absolute world. To you, it's just a 30-minute walk. I'm not suggesting you're not romantic, but you know what I mean. It's it's yep. it's that kind of scaling it back. Well, look, that that's, um, as, as ever, Daniel, been hugely insightful and, and really useful, I think, for... For entrepreneurs, the message I take away from it is don't just go in going, right, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do it and try it. It's prepare, be mindful of what might be ahead of you and and speak to other entrepreneurs, particularly ones that haven't perhaps um, you know, been hugely successful, who might be quite skilled at kind of scrubbing out some of the less palatable memories and focusing on I did this and I did this, I did this, and and having that communication with a partner. Uh, your friends to let them know this is what it what it's going to look like, you know, rather than going into it blindly. And you know, it, and, and having a business coach or a life coach that, even though mm. it's an hour a month or two months or whatever, uh, yeah. instead of um, you know, it's like marketing cost or anything else. You need to have you know that part of uh, uh, part of part of your budget as well. Yeah, you know, agreed. Because uh, you know, when you're limp out of an as an entrepreneur, there's a lot of it's difficult to find friends that are in the same place, you know, yes. statistically. So uh, you might talk to your buddies, etc. That's fine, but it's it's uh, having someone that is actually in the field, you know, a, a coach or if it's life coach or business coach, just someone that actually uh, understands where you actually are, yeah. uh, what you're going through. I think that uh, that is a couple of hundred euros well spent. Quite. Things. Agreed. Well, look, Daniel. As ever, it was a pleasure and thank you for your time today. You're welcome. Pleasure. (laughs) Have a good one. (laughs) And listeners, always remember, please to rate, review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time.